So right now I have one customer who's paying us three grand. I have six, uh, four customers who are paying us six grand. I have one customer who's paying us 10 grand. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Anil Casablada. He is building a company called Param Solutions based out of Ashburn, Virginia. They specialize in human capital solutions and are passionate about helping their customers save on recruiting costs. All right, Anil, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so save on recruiting costs. Is this a SaaS tech platform or is it a high-touch consulting business? It's more of a high-touch consulting, but what we have done is we've taken some of the principles of the SaaS product space, right? and try to sort of use that within the parlance of recruiting and human capital acquisition. Okay, so walk me through that. What do people pay you on average per month to use the tool or you? So basically it's not, uh, okay, so how we've structured it, Nathan, is essentially it's per requisition cost, right? So if a client depends on how many requisitions they have, it's a flat fee, they just pay us a thousand bucks for each requisition, okay? But we, we sort of tear it out into three different, uh, you know, there's three different tiers within the platform, Three X goes in three K, right? From three to six goes in the six, and then we have uh, folks who have six plus requirements going in the ten K. So that's how it's structured. Sorry, right? what do you? What, what's the word? Six plus what? Uh, six plus requisitions, right? What is so it? What, what is it? What is an acquisition? Requisition, yeah, requisition is basically a job, a job rec, right? Okay. Why don't you yeah. just say six jobs? Isn't that easier for dumb people like me to understand? <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, I think we're, we're just so used to talking in the recruiting parlance. So that's what it's it, just yeah. such like a big, confusing, scary word when you could just say jobs. <laughs> All six right. Jobs. Six yeah. jobs. There you go. So if I'm listening right now and I'm a software company and I want to hire six people, I could use you to help me go find those six people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, and what do I pay you for that? It's, just, it's basically thousand, thousand bucks per, uh, per search. Yeah. Per job. Per completed hire or per the just the search? Per completed hire. Okay. Okay. See, that's, so that's, that's the fundamental difference. Mm-hmm. So if I work with you and you bring me back 20 potential hires and I hire none of them, you get paid nothing? No, that's not how it works. Okay. If, if, I, if you give me 20 jobs, right, and I'm going to charge you $1,000 per job per month. Okay. And I'm going to promise you it's a SLA-based requisition model, right? So typically what happens is, let's say you want to hire five Oracle DBAs. Let's make it more granular, okay? So if you want to hire five Oracle DBAs, 
I'm going to charge you $1,000 per Oracle DBA per month, right? It's all SLA driven. So we guarantee that you're going to be getting three qualified resumes per uh, per requisition, again, per per job, right? So but you, what if, if you what up, if it never leads to a hire? So, so basically, if you end up hiring any of them, right, you don't owe us any fee on top of the $1,000, okay? Now, let's say if you don't hire... Uh, you know, if I show you three candidates, right, you end up not hiring even a single candidate, right? So we start taking a, a, a hit on, on the SLA, right? So we give you a discount from $1,000, we drop it down 10% every month, the, the, the job is open, right? So the skin in the game is on our end. We make sure that every time you give us a job requisition or a job in your, in, in your case, you're going to go ahead and, and fill it for 1000 bucks. But Anil, no, it's not your skin in the game. If I pay you a thousand bucks that first month and it doesn't lead to me making a hire, I've just lost a thousand dollars. I don't get back. And what you're saying is, well, no, next month we'll only charge you 900 bucks. Correct. Correct. But and, then and, what if and, nothing in the second month? Then I lost no, almost two grand. No, no. So, so this is how it works. Okay. So if you compare our model, Nathan, with the, any standard recruiting model, what happens is if you are using a contingency Hertz firm right now in the industry, they charge you 20% flat fee on any search, right? Let's say they also run the course. They go 30, 60, 90 days. At the end of 90 days, you have a hire from them. Guess what? You you owe them $20,000, right? Because it's a 100K and 20% fee. If we take 90 days to fill your requisition, you're only paying us 3,000 bucks. That's not what I, that's not the example I'm giving. The example I'm giving is, what if I pay you your fee and I never hire somebody? That, that's well, by the way, the reason these yeah. recruiters get paid 20 to 30% is because they're really good. They, right. They only get paid usually when the hire actually happens. Well, that, that's the same thing it does, Nathan. It, it, it may sound a little bit far-fetched, but literally what's happening is a lot of, you know, we are trying to sort of really democratize the whole process. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, so if you look at the different steps that recruiters take to find your candidates these days, right. You know, the, the very first step is, you know, there is sourcing, there is screening, there is sending a, you know, a candidate for a job interview, right? Prepping them, making sure that, you know, the interview logistics are all taken place, right? And make sure that you onboard, you know, you even you start socialized offers, et cetera, right? So our model does exactly what a typical headhunting firm does. The only difference is at the end of the game, right? You don't owe us 20 grand, 30 grand and 40 grand per searches. I mean, just imagine, Nathan, I'll give you a perfect example. The sweet spot that we have right now in the DC market is companies that are, you know, typically hiring between anywhere from five folks to maybe 10 to 15 people, a, a full calendar year, right? If you take firms like that, and if you say, hey, I'm going to charge you 20 grand for every requirement that you have, you're talking about $300,000 for a company uh, just, just in headhunting fees, okay? So it's going yeah, to- Yeah, but they only make expense. that if the company makes the hire. Correct, correct. In our case, that's what I'm saying. In our case, see, Nathan, here's our beauty, right? In our case, let's say, uh, first of all, I'll, I'll give you some stats, okay? Anil, I don't, no, no, I don't want stats. I just want to understand this one question. I yeah. pay you guys regardless if I hire or not. It is a sunk cost. It is a fixed expense, no matter if I hire or not. That is the difference between you and a typical recruiter. What you're saying is the recruiter is more expensive. I know, I understand, I'm agreeing with you. But what I'm saying is your model is if I don't hire from you, you will give me a discount the next month, but I still lost the money I paid you last month. Correct. But see, Nathan, how you want to say, if you look at it myopically like that from a month to month basis, then you would say, hey, listen, you know, if I'm not winning the first month, then second month, although you're going to give me a discount, you're already charging me. Right. OK. But what I'm saying is look at look at it from a threshold of the end of the cycle. What happens? OK. Typically in IT these days, the average time to hire is 66 days, business days. Right. 
So, you know, if you take that those statistics and add up, you know, you'll see a tremendous ROI in, in our business model. By the way, every question you're asking me then is extremely valid. And a lot of clients have exactly the same difference when they start talking to us, right? Because That's why I'm asking. Very, very, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, your questions are very valid, by the way, okay? And, and see, it takes folks to actually try to get into the model, understand how we service them, understand the quality of applicants we are sending, et cetera, right? So it, it's a paradigm shift. There are companies, by the way, who are already doing this under the charter of RPO and stuff like that, right? So like who? Name a couple. Um, well, you know, there, there are a whole bunch of them. I'm sorry, I can't remember them at the top of my mind right now. There are firms, there is a, there's a company in Seattle, in the Chicago. There are companies already sort of morphing into this model, right? Uh, and, and, you know, essentially what's happening for a whole lot of them is, you know, they're, they're trying to say, okay, you know, we'll start the model as a pure play recruiting model and then we'll service you based on technology in the back end. Technology is coming, it's going to come in and, you know, sort of help alleviate some of the pains that typical recruiters have, right? So that's the model. See, in our case, right, it, it's, it's done. For, firstly, we're not making this huge claims that AI is doing the heavy lifting and, you know, we'll find you somebody because we have a fantastic algorithm and, you know, so it's not that. So our thing is, hey, it's human and human capital, right? We have real recruiters who are going through the ringers, who are, who are every day trying to mine and find those purple squirrels, if you will, for the candidates. And essentially, if you take a head on, you know, if you take our stats and what's happening in the recruiting industry, again, Nathan, I may sound a little biased, but we have enough to prove right now that this is actually scaling for us, right? Even how, many, right how many companies right now are paying you to do them recruiting for them? So right now we have 11 clients, okay? okay. And six of them are actually on the RAS platform, the recruiting as a service platform, okay? Uh, by the way, remember our company started in 2010 and we already have a staffing division. So we have been doing the staffing work like every other software uh, recruiting vendor in the industry, right? Which is basically time and material, et cetera, right? So that's a different piece of the puzzle, okay? The RAS model itself started because we've been having a lot of conversations with our clients Especially Nathan, the DC market is a little different. Okay, so, Sunil, sorry, hold on. Just to take a second, because that was a very long sentence. Just to step back, the six of the eleven that are on an old model, what are those six paying you per month? The six of them are the, are in the new model, not the old model. Okay, so then there's five on the old model. The five that are on the old model, what are they paying per month? They they're all staffing. They're all staffing. So that depends on you know the build rate of each individual candidate that we place. It depends on the account. It depends on that's the twenty to thirty percent of the. Yeah, if, that, that's, if, that's, if if you help them hire someone, you get twenty or thirty percent of first year salary. No, it's not. It's not. It's not on salary at all. It is on a bill rate. It's an extension of a bill rate. It's staffing. It's not headhunting. Okay, we don't. People listening, when you say staffing, they're not going to know what that means. You're in the world, okay. so explain uh, what that uh, means to us. The I'm five customers. Them. What are they paying per month? Okay, so the the okay out of the eleven clients, six of them are on the RAS platform. The five of them usually give us a bill rate, okay? And they say, hey, I need a Java developer for six months, right? They say, hey, the bill rate is 100 bucks an hour, right? So in that case, that's why I can't give you an exact number how it works. If the client gives us a number to live with, we take that number, we go to the market, we find candidates, right? And we, we sort of, you know, we, we cushion up making sure that, okay, if uh, the client is giving us 100 bucks, we bring in a consultant and say 80 bucks. So, so 20 bucks is a, is, a, is a sort of gross margin, right? So that's how that model works. That's a pure. Why don't people just go use TopTal for something like that? Well, TopTal is uh, it's an international organization. It's it's outside of the U.S. confines, right? We are talking about serving American clients here in North America. Number one, Nathan, and second thing is a lot of our clients are actually government systems integrators. Okay, that means 
We cannot have H1 people, we cannot have green card, we cannot have any of those labor categories. We only have to hire U.S. citizens and citizens that are actually cleared. Okay? I see. Means, yeah, they have public trust clearance, they go to secret clearance. I mean, there are a whole other process, right? right? Got it. So that's okay, so those are the six, those are the six old on the old model. The five on the new model, how much are they paying you on average per month? So, so right now, I have one customer who's paying us three grand. I have six, uh, four customers who are paying us six grand. I have one customer who's paying us 10 grand. Okay, so $37,000 per month in revenue. Roughly, exactly, exactly. And how many people are on the team? Uh, we have about totally 11 folks right now. Uh, we have, let's see, again, I want to give you that exact number. Okay, so we have six, uh, sorry, we have 17 folks, 10 are in India and five are in the US uh, and two are consultants. Yeah, five. Very cool. How many are engineers? Uh, we have, uh, by the way, my business partner himself is an engineer, okay? Uh, his name is Srikanth Kurkal, and he's actually one of our leading uh, consultants on a government project, right? On to, uh, along with him, I have three other folks. One is a front-end developer, one does graphics work for us, another one is a back-end engineer. So we have four engineers totally in the company. Well, Everybody why is the graphics has, person, the graphics person's not an engineer? Yeah, well, we, had, we have been also doing a lot of inbound recruiting. We started that in January of 2020. So we're actually helping our clients uh, do a lot of digital marketing, right? Yeah, and, sorry, and Anil, why does that have anything to do with a graphic person being an engineer? You have three engineers right now. Right, right, right. So when I say graphic, it's a UI, you explained in person. Oh, I see, I see. They're designing though. They're not writing code. Right, right. Yeah, they're, they're like product code. or onboarding. I see. Okay, exactly. so 17 people, uh, three developers. Uh, you're leading this with your partner. You launched back in 2011, you said, or 2010. Um, how many jobs did you help land last year in 2019? In last year, we filled 76 jobs. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, 76 jobs across how many companies? Uh, that was about in, in, in those 11, 11 accounts that we have. Wow, okay, that's a lot of, 76 is a lot of hires. Well, actually, Nathan, believe it or not, we worked on probably about 140 plus requisitions just in 2019. Okay, so 140 you worked on, 76 so. were successful. Correct, correct. We filled 76 positions. Mm -hmm. How many, it just, I'm curious how COVID's impacted you. How many jobs do you think you'll fill this year? See, for, I mean, uh, by the way, that's a great question. Um, fortunately, I don't want to jinx it. Um, as of today, we have had only one account uh, go away. I mean, they are not gone away completely. Uh, it's just that, again, in the government space, you go after uh, RFPs and stuff like that, where you're trying to get some new work in, right? So they're waiting on an RFP to be blessed by the government. So that one account has actually gone away temporarily, but all the out of all those six accounts, I have five of them alive right now. Still, still. So how many jobs have you placed so far this year? In 2020, I'll tell you. Just uh, I think we've already done 37, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, 37 hires across the 11 yeah. companies. Correct. Correct. Interesting. Very cool. Um, so how does somebody like you view sort of these new? like these tools like top, I mean, you have a niche because they have to be US citizens, they're government jobs, but a lot of people like you have been replaced by TopTal, Upwork, Fiverr. I mean, there's hundreds of these freelance marketplaces these days. How do you view them? So Nathan, again, you know, the thing is, uh, although they seem to be like competing with us, they're not really competing with, um, you know, with the kind of skill sets that we are going after, right? Well, you so just told me example, Java. I've hired a, I've hired a, a Java developer on TopTel many times. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, see, Java is just a, you know, example that I gave you, right? So, for example, we're doing a, 
whole lot of recruiting in cybersecurity space, in reverse engineering, okay? So if you're thinking of finding somebody who can hack and then do a lot of reverse engineering stuff, do malware analysis, right? Cyber th threat analysis, computer network defense. I mean, these are very highly specialized skills, okay? You can't, you can't first of all, you're not allowed to go and outsource that, right? Second of all, that talent is sitting in skiffs all over the United States. So they t it takes a certain amount of uh, you know talent and skill, et cetera, to mind that candidates and have a discussion with them and bring them to the table, right? That's what's your secret what for getting doing. that conversation going? Is it a LinkedIn message or a phone call or what? What's the first touch point? Yeah, yeah, we have, we have, we have multiple things that we use. I mean, LinkedIn obviously is one of the tools, right? And we have grown our own proprietary database system over the past seven and a half, eight years. We have over 400,000 records in that in that system, right? Uh, over 95% of the records that we have in our system actually have clearances, right? So, so if, you, if you think the value that we bring to the table, not only in the DMV market, uh, by the way, DM is DC, Maryland, and Virginia, right? Uh, a, a whole lot of these government systems integrators have positions across the US, right? Alabama is a hotbed, Florida is a hotbed, Texas is a hotbed. In fact, right now we are recruiting in San Antonio at the Lackland Air Force Base, right? So, so it, it's all over, right? I mean, essentially, see, Nathan, Part of why we started thinking about sort of structuring the RAS as how it is right now is because the time it takes to get these kind of folks, uh, you know, sort of delivered to these clients uh, is sort of a different animal, really, right? right. Have how, you bootstrapped the company or did you have you raised? Sorry, no, it, it's completely self-funded by me and my business partner. We haven't gone to the capital markets. We haven't raised any funding at all. Any plans to raise? No, definitely not. All right, cool. All right, Anil, let's wrap up here with the famous, I have to actually ask you first, because I grew up in Loudoun County, uh, in, like, right near Ashburn. I, I grew up right near Oatlands Plantation. So take 15 South towards Aldi, uh, if okay. you're in Ashburn. Um, and I also went to Virginia Tech. I studied architecture. So I have to ask you, because I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard football fan of what used to be called the Redskins, which are now called the Washington, the Washington football team. Are you a Skins fan or no? I'm not. I'm a New England Patriots fan. <laughs> oh, get out of here. All right. We gotta, we're ending this interview now. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, business book? Um, man, I can't. Um, I don't know. If, uh, there's so many that I've read. I can't think of anything right away. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I've been um, sort of following Elon Musk on and off for the most part. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Param? Um, we have recently discovered a tool called Coda, C-O-D-A. It's Coda.io, right? C-O-D-A. Uh, oh, Coda. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Coda. Yep, yep. So, they they came on the show. They'd raised $70, 60000000 million pre-revenue. And I said, I hope you're planning on turning on pricing soon. <laughs> well, we're still paying them peanuts, to be honest yeah. with you. But we're getting a lot out of that, too. We love that. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, well, the eight to ten. Okay, and what's your situation, Anil? Married, single kids? Uh, I, I'm married. I have two kids. In fact, my younger one is going to tech. Oh, very. What is yeah. she or he studying? He's going to be going to the Pamplin School of Business. Very good. I was I was architecture and Pamplin. So yeah, I, 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 I love bio. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You were bio? Yeah, I read your bio. I said. Uh -huh. Oh, you read my bio. What were you? What did you study? Uh, I studied uh, MIS, Management Information Systems, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's see. This is perfect. You're doing what you should be doing. All right, Anil, how old are you? I am 54 years old. 54. So we almost graduated the same year. 
<laughs> just just the difference is Nathan, you're highly successful i'm not <laughs> no i don't i don't know about that all right 54 last question anil what do you wish your 20 year old self knew um that it takes a lot of perseverance right it takes a lot of patience it takes a whole lot of learning every day to be successful in business and you got to be very humble and you got to you know really take uh, everything that comes at you and eventually turn it into, into success and profit Guys, Param Solutions with Anil. Again, they launched it back in 2010. They've got 11 customers uh, that pay something like a couple of grand per month. So they're doing call it thirty-five dollars to $40,000 a month right now in sales. They've totally bootstrapped, which we love. COVID really hasn't impacted them, but 17 people full-time, three engineers, plus Anil, plus some graphic designers and consultants. But again, scaling nicely as it looks to continue to help folks place and get very talented people in jobs, not just any job. These are usually government jobs. They're based in Northern Virginia. So Anil, thanks for taking us to the top. Hey, thanks a lot, Nathan. I appreciate the time.